0: My girlfriend had a threesome with a female cousin and her boyfriend. I recently found out that about five years ago, way before we met, my girlfriend had a threesome with her female cousin and her boyfriend at the time. When she told me, I was a little shocked, but I figured it was like a crazy drunken thing or something. When I asked her more, she said that they paid her $200 to do it. I asked if she touched her cousin during it, and she said yes. She said she's not attracted to girls, but the guy being there made it exciting. She said she splooged in her cousin's mouth. Is it bad that I'm incredibly turned on by this? I've been thinking about it nonstop, and I would love nothing more than to have a threesome with her and her cousin. That's where the story ends, and all I gotta say is that the next barbecue, the OP needs to go to this cousin, be like, I got $200 in my pocket, and see what happens. wow wow. My friends and I were tailed by a federal agent and led him on a wild goose chase through LA. I had to have been maybe 20 at the time and I met up with a friend to hang out and smoke some herb. At the time, we didn't have med cards and it wasn't recreationally legal. So we just had connects that we would pick up from. The only problem was a lot of our connects were dry. So my friend's cousin, let's call him Ricardo, comes over, tells us he knows where we can pick up some. We pile into my friend's car and drive to this guy's house, make a U-turn and park across the street. Ricardo tells us he doesn't have this guy's number anymore, but he'd be right back. He hops out and runs up to the guy's driveway towards the back of the property. Sketchy, I know. In the meantime, my friend and I are sitting in the car and he points out a car parked few houses down the street that we had passed and he says hey man i think that guy's a fed he goes on to tell me that he had just saw a video where they say that federal agents always have a hanger in their car and if they're required to spend time staking out a location they hang their blazers in the back sure enough this middle-aged white guy was sitting in his car blazer hanging in the back trying not to look at us at first i'm like ha, okay whatever And that brings us back to Ricardo. Turns out the guy that we were trying to buy herb from had just been picked up for dealing and was facing hard time. The DEA was keeping tabs on him. When Ricardo got to his back door, he was like, What the freak, dude? You need to get lost now. Ricardo comes back to the car and we drive off while he tells us what happened. We drive past the worst undercover fed of all time and he turns on his car, flips around and starts following us no sirens just telling us at a distance i'm still rationalizing it's a coincidence he's not following us, but I was wrong. This guy tells us through the entire neighborhood. Technically, we've done nothing wrong, at least nothing on his pay grade. So my friend who had made him before he even started tailing us is driving as aggressively as he legally can just to see how far this guy will follow us. Basically, he was thinking, let's mess with this guy. The Fed ends up running two stop signs and a red light. This man is serious and our efforts to get away only push him forward. We get on the freeway he follows we're weaving through traffic he follows at a certain point he hit a bit of heavy traffic and through some clever maneuvering by my friend he ends up in front of us And my friend makes a play to get off the freeway. As we pull into the exit lane, he cuts someone off and pulls into the exit lane in front of our car. Now it's just a game of chicken. We stay in the exit lane as long as possible until he gets to the point where he has no choice but to exit or veer back onto the freeway. He's practically even with the yellow barriers. And this man stops just sits there blocking the exit waiting for us. People are honking behind us. We're in disbelief because at this point, even he must know that we've made him. But he literally just sits there and refuses to be beat. Eventually, he starts to pull forward, and my friend veers left back onto the freeway, and this guy actually backs up to get back behind us. We're losing our minds laughing at the situation, but we're also a little freaked out because we've had enough. At the time, my friend and I both worked at Dodger Stadium, and we were close by. We decided to get off the freeway and drive up to the gate because we both had our security badges and the clearance to enter the stadium grounds. As we do, the Fed finally gives up and makes the angriest U-turn I've ever seen before peeling off down the road. We led this guy from San Gabriel Valley to Glendale and down to Dodger Stadium for absolutely nothing. Complete waste of government resources and I think about it all the time but rarely get the chance to tell the story. This story was awesome. I often think about people following me and I daydream about what I would have to do to lose someone that was telling me. It's wild to see how far someone was willing to go to get away. I'm really unhappy being a mother. Kinda long, I'm sorry. I'm 33 female and I have two kids ages five and three. My husband and I agreed that we didn't want kids and I was on birth control when the first one happened. I cried for months and we even set up an appointment at a baby tossing clinic. Obviously we, mostly me since he was the your body, your choice kind of person, decided against it. The second happened because of peer pressure and people telling us that the first one would be spoiled if we didn't have another one. He has turned out to be the world's best father. He genuinely enjoys spending time with them, playing with them, cuddling with them etc I'm very happy for him that we didn't end up with a kid free lifestyle because he was obviously meant to be a dad I on the other hand am not meant to be a mother don't get me wrong I love them I feed them I help them with their homework play with them and all the things I'm supposed to do I just don't enjoy it I'm a very solitary person I enjoy reading and watching movies in peace my husband is the only person I'm okay with being around all the time because we can sit on the couch and cuddle while doing our own things the kids aren't like that they're all always there. Everything feels like a chore when they're involved and I know I can only fake it so much. I'm constantly scared that they're going to notice my struggles and aren't going to think that I love them or they're going to need therapy or be screwed up. I constantly feel guilty for not being the best parent I can be like their father is. I feel like he knows how I feel and feels like he has to pick up extra slack and be super dad and I hate that. People say things like, I know some days are hard, but enjoy this time with them because in 10 years, they won't want to be around you at all. But it's hard every day. And all I feel when people say this is the anticipation for the time when they won't always be around. Looking back, I know canceling the appointment was the best thing for my husband. And personally, I don't think I could have ever went through with it even knowing what I do now. But sometimes I picture our life if I had never gotten pregnant. I'm a terrible person. I don't think this mom is a terrible person. I think she's just human. I also have to say that I originally thought I wanted kids in my 20s, which now I'm very glad I didn't. But I do fear that if I ever do have kids, I might end up feeling like this mom does here. My husband slept with my sister. I was married for 16 years. Long story short, he cheated on me with my sister, and they are now together. I left and went full no contact immediately. It's been two years. Our divorce was 100% through lawyers. I've never spoken to him despite his initial attempt at sending me emotional emails saying they both love me my sister has been excommunicated from the family in the end I am now with someone I couldn't be happier with so it turned out much better for me that being said i have so many feelings of revenge disgust hate etc towards him now that the divorce is final i feel like writing in a letter or an email expressing how vile a person has to be to be capable of doing something like that or how wonderful my life is is now without them, both financially and emotionally far superior to their situation. I don't know if it's a closure thing or if it would even help. What are your thoughts? I would say write out the letter by hand, put it in an envelope, and then throw it away. It can be very therapeutic to just write things out sometimes, but them reading it won't change anything. The damage is already done. I don't want to be an independent woman. I definitely consider myself a feminist, but the thought of getting a job and having all these responsibilities when I graduate very soon is too much. I guess no one really wants to work, but I just idolize this life of being taken care of financially. I spend so much time fantasizing about it that it takes me out of my real relationship where we are both very much equals. I feel like I'd be so happy just taking care of a house, cooking and cleaning while someone else takes care of the rest. I'm secretly so jealous of women I see with much older and much richer husbands that allow them to just live life on their own terms without being consistently stressed about money or the future. I would never say this among my peers. I just feel like there is so much pressure to be a career driven in all social circles but I feel like I'm just not. I wish I could just give up all my responsibilities And have someone take care of me Same OP, same In all seriousness, I feel like this OP wanted that lifestyle She could probably get it She would just need to make some sacrifices I desperately need advice Not sure if there's anyone else out there going through this But my best friend is probably the prettiest girl at school Who happens to have pretty much a perfect personality as well She is a great friend And most of the time really humble about how much male attention she gets But for the past two years, my self-esteem has been quite bad Because I always feel like the duff around her recently most of our conversations have shifted to how 10 plus guys have been hitting on her and a lot talk about how attractive she looks. the tone in which she narrates what compliments guys have been giving her is starting to feel a bit cocky to be honest on text as well as she's beginning to ignore any problems i'm going through and starting to talk about in the chat straight away starts filling me in on other interactions with guys after a night out that I'm absent from, making me feel like my problems are not as important as her outings and compliments she receives. But when this happens, I always put on a happy face and hype her up. Kept the attention on her because I don't want to seem unsupportive or salty. But it's gotten to the point where if we are out together, all the guys instantly brozone me and ask me to wingman for them so they can get with her. She will also not go anywhere without me in terms of parties or social events, so it always seems like I'm her puppet. When guys aren't talking to her, she has me to keep her company. When they do make a move, I'm navigating on my own. But the complexity of this issue is that she is genuinely a really good friend most of the time, and there isn't a way for me to to unfriend or distance myself from her without seeming out of line we don't really have a friendship group so it's unlike that I can just stick to other girls at parties but if I did choose to hang out with other people on my own more frequently she knows all of my friends and would feel left out and ask me I have been feeling quite insecure for ages now and I need some advice on how I can feel better about myself or even just changing my perspective on this issue this episode is brought to you by visit Williamsburg Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. The good old guys who use her and leave her scenario isn't applicable here because she arguably has one of the funniest personalities as well. It will be raining meatballs if one day she gets ghosted or dumped. It seems like this pretty friend loves attention, which can be a problem in my opinion. But if she is good of a friend as the OP says she is, I don't see why they just can't talk about it. It does blow my mind that so many issues with relationships can easily be solved by just discussing them, but hey, If everyone did that, we probably wouldn't have these confessions anymore. I ridiculed an SA victim so they would leave me alone. I'm on an alternative account that I rarely use anymore. I just feel really ashamed and terrible. I have no one to talk to. I could be described as someone who spends time doing useless crap on the internet, arguing, political debates, useless advocating, and talking about things. I'm only 14. I had run into a post of another person and they just said they were being harassed. They told me to leave it alone, but I didn't. I confronted the person and told them to stop harassing them and speaking to them about their stances. They went into a frenzy, quite literally got infuriated and started arguing with me furiously. Mentioned that they were an SA victim because it was somewhat relevant to the conversation. And I held my composure defending myself, was as respectable as I could be knowing the sensitive information. They started texting people that knew me, adults and people that had nothing to do with that or even knew me well. I set my account privately and that was the end of it after they blocked me. Everything was well. I explained myself to the people that they got a hold of and went about my day. They had instead went through my friend's account, harassed people I didn't even know and they ended up telling me. I was ashamed. I couldn't even speak to my friends without thinking about it. Yesterday, a couple of days after the incident, they hit me up again and started bugging me. I was so over it. And it happens again. They throw a childish insult at me, harass me and flood my notifications and this goes on for an hour. a headache. I'm already upset with this person. They keep going on and on until I'm fully sick of it. I throw a snarky remark about their assault. But I held my pride and broke down off screen I wouldn't wish that on anyone Not any of them Not even them I just felt so terrible And I knew how terrible it was to say I went back on and they were freaking out Calling me, threatening me I went on and said more horrible things to them They bragged about their assault And told me it was a sign they were attractive And I wasn't That I was weak and disgusting And I told her obviously not And went on and on About how she's a victim and I'm not She left me alone She finally blocked me again and I was at peace. I couldn't even be happy that after hours of this, I was finally being left alone because it took saying the worst thing I could possibly say, saying those things went against everything I believed. I spent all night trying to justify it. They wouldn't leave me alone. They harassed my friends and everyone they knew. They wouldn't stop. But even after all of that, after everything they did to me without even knowing my name, I wish I could go back in time and just apologize, give in and lose, but still being happy that I never said it. I feel so terrible. What I did was horrific. It's eating me up inside. I feel terrible. That was kind of a lot, but this OP is 14. That doesn't justify their behavior here, but at that age, you are still learning self-control. Something that can be difficult even when you get older. Seems like they already feel bad about what they did, and hopefully this will be a learning experience for the future. I would love to be eaten by a beautiful dragon. This is my dream. I would love to meet a beautiful female dragon. She is much bigger than me, like the size of a house. And she is hungry. I can hear her tummy rumbling. So I say, you can eat me. So she picks me up in her mouth and swallows me whole. Then I slide down her tight, slimy throat and I splash into her tummy. This is where my skin starts to sting as she digests me into goop. Then I travel through her intestines until I come out of her bum as waste. This is my fantasy. Cool. I don't really know how to respond to this one. I just thought you guys should know this person's dream. My roommate hasn't noticed I'm a guy and this is the funniest thing ever. This is my first place away from home. Also, I'm a feminine guy. I think the confusion started because I was recommended by a mutual friend who does call me their girlfriend. I also have a very white and pink aesthetic. I love how he is like a good Christian boy and how uncomfortable but also intrigued he is by me walking around in a long hoodie and socks. He knocked and asked if he could come into my room and I was on the computer in just a hoodie underwear and socks and he literally apologized and covered his eyes. I love this. This is very affirming of my feminine look. I'm glad the OP is having fun with this but I'm curious where the line is supposed to be drawn here. So I'll ask you, do you think this is all fun or does this OP need to come clean because they are deceiving their roommate? I feel like there's an argument for both sides but personally it just doesn't sit well with me because their roommate seems to be an innocent person and it's not cool when people are lying or taking advantage of innocent people. I don't know. What do you think? Are they a jerk? So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.